area where we were farming, and I'll tell you what, I would come in from the field in the evenings with my father, and my eyes were swollen shut, and my <laughs> nose was running like a faucet, and and uh, luckily that hasn't come back, but, you know, I still have my moments, uh, you know, to where uh, both my wife Connie and I, you know, uh, going through Clarendon like, <laughs> like it's nobody's business, just trying to put keep the allergies at bay so i'm sure there's a lot of people out there listening that can relate that you know this time of year is is a stuffy season when it yeah. comes to tis the season it right? is tis the season yeah, i told somebody the other day that uh, when you get that yellow blanket of pollen on the car then you wash it off you're like going there's that original paint color <laughs> that's again. right that's right i didn't know my my truck was red yeah i thought it was orange it got wow new car again here new vehicle here right but uh hey you know speaking of claritin now i'm not a doctor i'm not a pharmacist but i've been told by doctors and medical people that zyrtec is a stronger dose than claritin oh I did not know that. So I may may have to switch up. Yeah, I mean, uh, and and it makes you sleepy. Okay, this is just me. And I know we're talking about the mayor's business here, <laughs> the city of Athens. But you know what? We segued to a little sidebar here, yeah. and we're going to sidebar it even more. <laughs> That's right. But um, it, for me, it made made me drowsy the first five to seven days. But that's one of the symptoms of it. But once you get used to it. It doesn't do that anymore. The Zyrtec, so, you say? Yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, so I, I take it now uh, every day, and I've also been told by medical people to uh, stop the dosage for a day or two, let your system regenerate naturally, and uh, then start the Zyrtec again. And have you been doing that? Yes. <laughs> Very good. Yes, you I'm listen, on a schedule. You listen to the medical experts. I did. Good. Yes. I followed the science. Is that what the term is now? <laughs> yeah. Today, the politically correct term. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Oh, boy. You know, I will say, and I know Dave tracks this uh, like nobody else, you know, the, the COVID cases and whatnot. But, you know, just to put it out there that COVID, it's, it's still out there, you know? So, yes. Uh, asking people to, you know, just be vigilant, be cautious, and and be cognizant of what's going on. I, I, I find out, you know, it seems every day I hear of, uh, you know, people, parents that of, of my daughters that we, you know, go down to the softball fields and they sure. do softball season and yeah. volleyball season and, you know, hear about somebody, you know. Ended up getting testing positive for COVID, even though they're fully vaxxed and they've got their boosters and all that stuff that, you know, people can be exposed and and come down with mild symptoms. I was I was just in a meeting yesterday um, and uh, there were several mayors and city managers and county commissioners that were uh, at this meeting. And one of the mayors at the meeting sat there, and this was a virtual meeting, by the way. It was a Zoom meeting, but he was saying, yeah, I got COVID for my second time, and I oh. thought it was just, you know, allergies that I had. And he, he said, well, I decided that I should probably test and tested positive. And it's like, yeah, it's just, everybody just know that we're yeah. not out of the woods. Well, yeah, with this subvariant being more infectious than the other variants of COVID, um, COVID knows it's not over. We might think it's over, which is kind of uh, foolish to think so, because now medical experts are talking about a surge in COVID in the fall. So, yes, we do have a caller here, and I apologize for making you wait, but I guarantee it's going to be worth the wait 
Good morning, sir. It's J.W. trying to rescue both of you. Thank you. Oh, J.W. Sir, how are you? The, you're all over the place, and you got trying it, to man. keep you on track. <laughs> you got it. That's, That's what we do. That's my job. Yes. Um, I'm really the surrogate mayor of this town. <laughs> yes, yeah, you right. are. Yeah, you are. Oh, you are. Well, Mr. Mayor, you're my favorite. You're still my favorite mayor, so there you go. Well, thank <laughs> you, sir. Hey, quick question then. Well, quick question then to... Uh, Two other questions. Quick one. Why was the city building closed down yesterday? Oh, the community center. Community center, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, Dr. Smith, what happened was that they were they experienced a bug infestation in the community center. Okay, all right. And not knowing what the bug was, and, uh, and okay. they, they decided to, and rightfully so, they closed they thought they were going to have to stay closed, JW, all day, um, and they had an exterminator come in, identified, you know, what the the bug was, um, exterminated the bug, and then we were able to open the community center by 4 p.m. So, I apologize if that was created an inconvenience for you, sir, but uh, that that's the story behind why it was closed. Yeah, we were supposed to have a meeting, and uh, they were like, the community center's closed, and people who can't join by Zoom can't meet. So I was like, okay, well, this is good. I got it straight from the horse's mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never yeah. understood that phrase. <laughs> All right, that's my easy question. Okay. Now I have two more for you. Uh, well, one comment and then a question. Um I've joked about this, and I don't know if it's gotten back to you, but had you or have you ever thought about having some kind of Joe Burrow day in Athens? Oh, we have. Um, we have, and we had even reached out to um, uh, Joe Burrow's parents, uh, Robin and Jimmy. Right. And, it, you know, because I think everybody wanted to have, like, let's have either a really large event or let's have a parade or let's have both. And it, in well, everyone's thought process too, Doctor Smith, and this is kind of going back, a, a, you know, when right. everything really took off for Joe Burrow and continues to, right. uh, is that you know after the draft, his managers and handlers, it it, it became a real challenge to try right. to to have something here in Athens because he was being pulled in all different directions and still happening today. Right. It's tough to get um, his time here to, to come here to Athens and to have a large event. We're still, you know, we're still um, reaching out and seeing what can be done. But at this point in time, we don't have anything, but I know a lot of people would love to have something to, to include myself, you know, right. the things that right. he's done for the city right. uh, is just absolutely amazing. But right, I'm right, with you. Right. No, okay, well, good. As long as it's on your radar, and um, I would say that. And I was like, I hope the mayor's listening. I'm sure he's not. He's probably out doing my lawn or something. But... <laughs> uh, we'll keep. <laughs> yeah. uh, you and I now, know that inside uh, comment. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always say that with you. I love and it. then my last one is the one that you're going to get tired of me of. Any movement on my traffic signal up there at Court and Union? Is it feasible to ever think about an audible traffic signal there, or is it just too? Um, uh, well, is it feasible? It, it is feasible, and not only is it feasible, it's in the plan. And I, I know, I, I'll, I'll be the first to admit that this hasn't happened as quickly as I wanted it to, and I'm sure you certainly wanted it to. Um, we have a, a grant that will be um, creating a significant overhaul 
in the uptown area, most notably Washington Street um, and the intersection thereof, and right. State Street. And so with that project, uh, which will make them look like West Union does between Court and Congress Street, um, that's right. the plan. Uh, with that project, audible crosswalks is the goal, you know, with within that project itself. Okay. Um, so... Dr. Smith, it's coming, uh, and I know I've said that in the past, and, and it was true. Um, it's just moving at a glacial rate at this no, point. No, I, I get you. Well, my philosophy now is to make, the, is it, in my remaining time here, uh, is to make this place a better place for somebody like me or others when I leave. And so if I've left this town or whatever, um I'm going to come back just to walk across that street. <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to let you know I'm back. <laughs> well, and, and I'm, you know, I hear you. And I want to point out something to all of our listeners. Um, Dr. J.W. Smith is part of the Athens Commission right. on Disabilities. And, right. um, you know, for those listening, you know, what J.W. is speaking to is all the hard work that the Commission on Disabilities has been doing and identifying yes accessibility yes. issues uh both you know within our pedestrian passageways but also right. city building community center uh right. you know they have been doing great work so i applaud you sir um i know that we have a long long ways to go uh with a lot of corrective actions you know everything from the uh uh the our intersections, the crosswalks themselves, you know, audible, right. but, but I think equally important that people to understand, you know, the, um, I'm blanking on what they're called, but, uh, Dr. Smith, you may know the, the, um, the, the dimpled. Oh, the truncated domes. Truncated the, domes. The, yeah. 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 So, you know, a lot of people, you know, don't understand what those are about, right. um, but you know, they are, basically warning you know right. a way of warning to know that you're near the edge of right. a street yeah if you got to have curb cuts you got to have those so those blind guys don't just stumble out and get hit by scott while he comes running by yeah. <laughs> which he God, he often yeah, does too with doesn't all he? that stuff on his car he can't even see shit, <laughs> you know? i'd get out and grab you and take you to the side of the road then, uh, then I'd get a special award from the mayor. Oh, there you go. Right? And Scott, you do sound like you'd be perfect for Weenie Wednesday today. Your voice is Weenie Wednesday. Weenie Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm loving it. Um, but thank you, Mr. Mayor, for all you're doing here. And uh, keep it up. Uh, oh, yeah. We will have a big event coming up. Uh, we're calling it Walk, Talk, and Roll. So you'll hear more about that, Scott, okay. next month. Uh, that's going to be a big event, and and I'm going to be the MC, so I get to introduce the mayor and pull his coattail. Like, hey, you've only got like ten seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just used nine of them there, sir. <laughs> so you've got a one minute wrap. There All you right. go. <clears throat> Thank yeah. you, guys. I'm listening. I'm loving it. Take care. You bet. All right, you too. Thanks, Bye -bye. JW. Take Bye -bye. care. Have a blessed yeah. day. Yeah, it's always a pleasure to hear from JW. Always, always. We talk about. Things like that right there. We talk about his Chicago Bears. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's just a, a really pleasant conversation. And when he comes in here to record for Morning Devotions, he and I can sit out in the hallway there, and we can gab for extended amounts of time 
and we used up more than the nine of the ten seconds. <laughs> ten out seconds out there yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah. All right. Uh, where were we? Pollen. Yeah. Well. Well, I think um, Doctor Smith kind of summed it up yep. when he came on. He said, "Here, I'm going to help you guys out because you're all over the place." Yes. Uh, you know, a couple things I'd like to to bring up. Um, speaking of outside. Um, the Arts, Parks, and Recreation is oh, yes. going to start a series. Um, it's three outdoor events. Let me get my notes to, to get this right. But there's um, going to be a music in the park is basically what they're doing. Catherine Ann Jordan has been working on this. And it's going to be the third Thursday. So it'll be this evening will be the very first one. It's free music events in the parks. Again, this is put on by the Athens Municipal Arts Commission and Arts, Parks, and Recreation Department. So this evening from 6 to 8 uh, will be the first in the this series. And uh, it's going to be Boys of the Hawk, which is a, a kind of an Appalachian Celtic band okay. uh, that will be playing. The, a little factoid, they actually played at my wedding reception. Oh, nice years and years ago cool. uh, but also the athens poet laureate uh wendy mcvicker is going to be there and uh will be reciting a, a few poems as the athens poet laureate so that's tonight and, starts, and that will be at the at... parking lot in front of the city pool oh cool yeah okay and what time does it begin six to eight p.m six to eight all right, right. and then well, there's the, another the sunshine one. will be out by then uh, let's hope yes that's right <laughs> uh, June 16th will be the next one, and that's going to be at the community center right outside the, the basketball courts on the backside of the community center. And then, uh, again, that will also be 6 to 8. And then the third one is July 21st, and that's going to be at West State Street Park. Uh, and, again, free music and encouraging people to come out. Again, all these are from 6 to 8 p.m. So uh, it's the first time we've done it. Then there's also... Kind of the, the crown jewel, if you will, is the Athens Arts and Music Festival, which will be on West Union in between Court and Congress Street, where the street will be closed down. There will be a stage set up. Uh, the person who's going to be coordinating this is Scott Winland. Um, Scott was a member of AMAC for many years, um, taking a one year off. And hopefully Scott will come back on AMAC again because he's been super productive for the city when it comes to all things arts. So nice. Uh, that'll be a fun event. And uh, the interesting thing about that event, along with several other events that'll occur in the uptown area over the summer is the designated outdoor refreshment area is live. It went live last Thursday, uh, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo was the first day of Dora and uh, for those who don't know, I mean, I think most people do by now, but the designated outdoor refreshment area or the Athens Dora is um, will go Thursdays from 5 to 10 p.m., Fridays from noon to 10, Saturdays noon to 10, and Sundays from noon to 8. And there, this year we have... Um, gotten aluminum thin wall aluminum cups so they're 100 percent recyclable materials yeah. because you know city council last year at the end of 2021 brought forward a resolution that's basically 
um, plastic free by 23. And that is that for events that take place on city properties, plastic is not allowed. So you can't have plastic cups or plastic utensils, plates, whatever. They all have to be paper or, you know, bamboo, uh, ut cutlery, uh, you know, utensils or these aluminum cups. So the door is using aluminum cups this year. And the way it works, if you're not familiar, is you can go into any establishment that uh, is, you know, sells uh, beer, wine, or, or alcohol, liquor, and uh, get your drink in a Dora cup and go out onto Court Street or Washington Union State Street um, within the, the boundaries that the Dora is set up. You can't just wander anywhere around the city, but, you know, in the uptown area and uh, enjoy the, the great outdoors with your, your drink if you choose to. Uh, and that worked Last weekend, there was a the 40th anniversary of Tony's Bar <laughs> was, <laughs> was on Saturday, Saturday evening. And there was also the uh, Athens County, uh, the Taste of Athens County, where food trucks and vendors were set up on State Street between Court and Congress. And with the Dora being live, you know, there's a lot of people out enjoying music that was being played there on that street during the... Uh, Taste of Athens County. There was, again, food trucks where people could get um, food from our local vendors and, and sit outside and enjoy it. And, and then come 8 o'clock, there, <laughs> there was a significant storm that rolled through. So <laughs> kind of, uh, no pun intended, but yeah. it certainly threw a wet bar rag on uh, the entire Yes, event. yes. So, you know, yeah. speaking of that, if, if I can jump in here just for a second, um, I, I had a comment relayed to me from a, a city resident who was concerned about the amount. Uh, I think she lived in the West State Street area on up into the Walker Street, Brown Street area in there that she noticed a significant amount of cups and trash that were uh, apparently from the Dora last year. And she asked me if I could relay that along. Now, I know we can't police everybody that walks out there, but I, what I'm saying is uh, for people to please be a little more courteous and aware and put your cups in the trash and don't just stagger up West State Street and chuck them wherever you feel like throwing them. So please use, there's plenty of trash containers around there uh, inside the establishments on the city streets too. Um, but uh, just a, a piece of helpful hints. Uh, I guess I'll say just please use the trash cans. Absolutely. It's and not more that importantly, hard. if it's a Dora cup, please use the recycle bins. Absolutely. Because they're recyclable. Yeah. Uh, it's not that hard. I mean, you know, if you want to make this thing work, if you want to make a good thing work, please, you know, abide by the rules and abide by the procedures and courtesy. Make goes a long way. It does. You know, so anyway, uh, okay. The, be cool. Yeah, exactly. Enjoy it. Uh, if you're going to be participating in that area, uh, enjoy it. But please be responsible. I mean, that's probably the most operative word is be responsible. Yeah. yeah. You know, with that too. So Don't litter. Yeah, exactly. It's not that hard to throw away the trash, take it out. <laughs> you know, don't dump it out of your car. Yeah, you know, people don't care. They hear these things and it just goes in one and out the other, you know? Yeah. It's like, well, that doesn't apply to me. Well, it, it does. It, yeah, it does. It really does. It applies to everyone. You right? know, I, I drive up Pomeroy Road 
you know, every day, uh, down it and up it, uh, because I live up on Longview. But it that also is just appalling to me where I'm driving down and here's a McDonald's bag and a cop just oh, yeah. looks like it's been slung out someone's window. And, yeah. uh, you know, it, the thing is, and you see that elsewhere in the city, and you scratch your head and go, you know, you you wouldn't do that in your own yard. Why would you do that, you know, on a city byway? Yeah. And so it's just... Same thing with uh, people that uh, smoke that pull up to stoplights, and they just, yeah, either dump the ashtray or flip the butt out the window yeah. and sit there, and that's the time they can roll the window down and just extricate the trash from the car there, too. And then if you, I've noticed when you pull down to off the uh, East State Street exit off of 33 here, if you look either way. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. I'm like, you know, those things, what what is it called? They don't decompose for like no, 13 ever, years? Forever. They're made what, out what? of cellulose acetate. It's, okay. it's basically plastic. Yeah. And they, they're not going to biodegrade. Yeah. yeah. People think they do. It's yeah. like, sorry, they don't. Yeah. And, you know, travelers aren't the only ones at fault because I've seen a few panhandlers down there, too, uh, chuck a few of those. So, anyway, you know, let's, let's keep our city clean. I mean, all we can do... Uh, to help, you know, helps the bottom line of keeping things clean here in Athens. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just, you know, with the door thing, throw your cup away. It's not that hard. Right. You know? Well, so, speaking of keeping things clean, yeah. um, there's kind of a different claim, mm-hmm. but another thing that's coming through the Arts, Parks, and Recreation Department is um, Kids to Play Day, is uh, Kids to Parks Play Day is going on camper tan um in richland avenue park they're doing several things you know where they're introducing kids to to uh to nature um and also nature that we want to get rid of i.e invasive plants so they're going to do something at camper tan where they're going to teach kids about invasives you know good plants versus bad plants teach them how to remove them um, and then they're also going to, up at Camp Rotan, there's a creek that runs through Camp Rotan. And so they're going to kind of go down and explore the wildlife in the creek that runs through Camp Rotan. And with the amount of moisture we've had lately, I'm sure that Camp Rotan's creek will be flowing. Because, <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. you know, usually by late summer, there is no creek there. It's pretty much dried up. <laughs> yeah. So this is pretty cool. It's going to, there's two sessions um, up at Camp Rotan, which is off of Longview Heights. There's uh, one at 10 a.m. and then another one at 10.45 a.m. where the uh, rec department will be up there. And and again, I think it's pretty cool. They're going to be teaching kids um, about good plants versus bad plants. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm, I go into Camper Tan and I'm pulling autumn olive and, you know, um, oh, mustard and all kinds of things that don't belong up there. And, and so it's cool to get children up there to oh, teach absolutely. them. Yeah. Yeah, something like that is uh, interesting to kids. It's not just going somewhere and, and coloring or cutting out paper and pasting things on, you know, things like that, if they still do that anymore. I don't even know if they do, but uh, or playing kickball. I mean, yeah, that's fun stuff to do, but kind of branching out. No pun intended. Yeah. Again. Yeah. To but uh, you know teach them about things. My brother was a teacher for thirty years, and he taught science. <clears throat> Excuse me. And he said that's one of the things that kids loved when they took the field trips was he was he he's very knowledgeable with plant species, you know, insects, varmints, uh, 
animals, anything else. But if, if there's ever something I need to know about, if there's a question about what kind of snake was that, yeah, you know, he, he yeah. can tell me yeah. what it is. But kids love that stuff. They do. And they love they to do. hold anything that will wiggle. Anything, Salamanders. Yeah, anything that's slimy. <laughs> yeah. They love it. Oh, my daughters, <laughs> they'll go... If they see earthworms, they'll go around and pick them up and carry them to dirt if they're going across our driveway. I've got to protect you. Yeah, yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Well, I, I must confess, I do that too. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's a neat thing for kids there too. And I remember when I was a kid, we had playground activities at uh, the former Morrison Elementary School on Richland Avenue there. And we couldn't wait to get to those things because it was so much fun. Yeah. And so I highly encourage folks, if you're listening out there, if you have kids, grandkids, nieces, nephews, whatever it may be, uh, get them into these programs because they really are fun and uh, something different than a cell phone or a computer. <laughs> or, yeah, or a tablet yeah, or whatever. Anything. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Uh, again, so that's going to be tomorrow. Um, actually, that won't be tomorrow. It'll be May 21st, so Saturday. Cool. Um, off of Longview Heights Road at uh, 10 and 10.45. So Kids to Parks Day. Now, how do they sign up for that? How do they get involved? You know, I, what do parents I think the, need to do? The easiest thing to do would be to reach out to the, the rec department. Okay. And you can call down there at 592-3325. Uh, again, that's Athens area code, obviously. But uh, call down to the community center. Or you can probably go online. There, there might be something that's posted on events um on the city's website but you know, the easiest thing is just to call down there yeah um, if you are looking for something to engage your kids in this weekend um, because it is kids to parks day yeah sounds yeah. great kids get out there little kids that's right we know you're listening yes medium kids big kids <laughs> all kinds of kids that's right go for it what do we have uh hey you know we had a power outage monday we did have a power we did. significant yes, power outage. Yes, it was very significant. We were out of power until um, Monday afternoon, actually. So we was it in the afternoon? Yeah, we didn't get back on until early afternoon. So, uh, uh, what what happened? With how did it affect the city? What, yeah, what well, went on? Ten thousand customers were without power. There's two different circuits. Um, there's the what's called the Clark substation or the Clark circuit. That comes in near the code office and engineering and public works on Curran Drive. The other one was the Stroud's Run circuit. You know, both of them had issues due to the storm that rolled through in the middle of the night. And it's really funny. I woke up the next morning. We had power. Um, the south side of the city, by and large, had power yeah. because we come in off the Elliott's, Elliott circuit. Oh, yes. That's Elliott'sville. Right. Yeah, um, I did, too, thankfully. Yeah. Well, and I... And I'm, then I get this text from AEP, um, from Anthony DeBoard, who is our, our uh, public relations person. And he said, yeah, there's 10,000 homes uh, or customers without power. And, and uh, I'm scratching my head going, well, why? And he said, well, the storm that rolled through last night. And I looked at my wife. I said, did you hear a storm? She did. I did not. I, I didn't slept hear it right either. through it. No. Yeah. Um, I, someone told me about what time I went through there, and I said, okay, what time was that? <laughs> but I didn't hear it, so maybe it went through the northern part of the county or whatever, but I'm, I'm like you. I just must have been having a really good snooze. That's right. <laughs> so that's the story behind that. Uh, the <clears throat> Stroud's Run circuit was restored by around noon, uh, maybe a little bit before that, and then the Clark circuit was restored 
I think it was around 1230, um, 1230 to one o'clock that was put back online again. So yeah, in, in case folks didn't hear, my understanding was that there was a large tree that was blown onto a power line. I'd heard that as well. Yeah. You know, so in, in case you had not heard, um, that that's our understanding of what happened there. So, uh, anyway, we got that corrected. And uh, of course, I always like to say thank you to the folks at AEP for getting the power restored and, uh, get us back up and running again. But, uh, Good, good to know about, you know, what, what happens, what goes into action there when things like that do happen within the city. Yeah, and, you know, AEP is super responsive when they have stuff like that. They have to be. I mean, yeah. <laughs> these, that's what they do. It, that, <laughs> it's, that's their job, their product. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, and, you know, I give a big thank you to Anthony DeBoard for constantly updating me, you know, and AEP has gotten to the point where they will start to send out weather alerts you know, aside from the weather alerts we get on Nixle and we, you know, I, on my I, or my phone, you know, I, I track the weather on, with the uh, the weather channel all the time. But AEP will post, you know, pending inclement weather in our area, whether it's high winds and or heavy rains or, you know, last winter they were posting things on freezing rain or significant snow events and alerting people, you know, that this is coming at us, so just be prepared. Uh, and in some cases, you know, unfortunately, it's making sure that the, the you know, for those of you still have battery-operated flashlights, um, you know, make sure that your flashlights are, are operational because, or storing candles somewhere or whatever. Yeah, you know, you, the old saying, an ounce of prevention. Yeah. Something like that. So, hey, speaking of Nixle, um, Folks may have heard that. Now, we know what it is here, too, but you want to want to go over that again to let people know how they can get those weather alerts? Because I know some people that have asked me, what is that that the mayor was talking about? So I explained to them. Yeah, you've got, uh, I see that you've got it up there, yeah. you know, and it's it's pretty easy to do to get Nixle. Nixle will give you weather alerts. It'll give you amber alerts. It'll... Uh, pretty much post out anything and you can customize yours too to where I only want to get weather alerts you know okay then you can click you know turn that on that feature and turn off everything else or like me I have everything that comes across but uh, you know for Nixel um, you put in you know basically your zip code and then um, I believe it's 888 um, seven seven seven. So you know, put your, you know, put your zip code into eight 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 seven seven seven, and you can opt in. You know, cl- criminal activities. You know, severe traffic. You know, which in Athens we typically don't have severe at- traffic. You know, I, I often joke uh, when I'm at conferences that you know, traffic jam in Athens is you know four cars at a red light is a traffic jam. <laughs> Um, or East State Street at dinner time. Yeah, that's right. East State Street. <laughs> Although, you know, I have to say, uh, when I am using East State Street and going to turn on to 33, the on-ramp, with that dual left turns, yes. those two turn lanes, you know, it works as designed. Yes, it um, does. Because the outside lane slows you down enough to where that inside turn gets ahead and then the cars just shuffle in. Uh, I have yet to see any major problems with that yes. that on ramp. Yeah. You know, not knock to say that wood, there right? aren't some. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> knock on wood. Uh, but I certainly haven't observed. Yeah. It. And again, back to the Nixel thing. You, you need to go to nixel.com. 
That's how you do it. Then you text, as the mayor said, 888-777 to opt in. So if, if you want to get those weather alerts, and as uh, Steve mentioned, other items there too, you can make your choice of what you want to get up uh, updated on as far as the alerts go with the weather and everything. So very useful yeah. and, and very handy there too. So anyway, I just want to touch on that and explain that once again, uh, because uh, as I mentioned, people have heard that and they, they say, how do you do it? I want to get that. That's how you do it. Yeah. There you go. There's another app that I should mention. It's the, it's, um, the Athens, Ohio City Source app, um, which is a great app to where you can report things that you see. Um, you and I were just talking about litter and whatnot. You can use the Athens, Ohio City Source app, which you can get at your, you know, Apple, uh, the Apple Store or Google Play, you know, wherever you get your apps for your smartphone and download it. And you can report, you know, graffiti, you can grass and weeds that you see if some, you know, if someone in your neighborhood is, has excessively tall grass. Um, we were talking earlier in the show about ADA accessibility. Yes. That's another thing that you can report, um, certainly potholes, housing complaints, general issues, code violations, you know, the list goes on and on. And it'll route things, you know, straight to the appropriate department. You will get a response that uh, it has been registered within an hour, um, and then you can also get follow-up information on the corrective actions taken. So easy to use, easy to use. Um, Very handy. It really is. I mean, I, like I've told people, too, and they say, can you say something on the radio about this pothole or this gulch in the road that, you know, has gone uh unattended for months or anything like that well here's your opportunity to do so because like i've said before they can't fix it if they don't know about it so we can help let the city know about this and for that matter you know even the county township state government you know let people know because it's not going to fix itself right that's right. just like water problems right they don't fix themselves that's right <laughs> yeah. so yeah that's a uh, looks like a very handy app right there too so uh, yeah, the new Athens, Ohio City Source. City Source app. Pretty cool. Again, Google Play or the App Store, Apple Store. Yeah, you, those are the the two easiest locations to go and find this, and it's free. You know, so and it, since it's free, download it, use it. Yeah. So is Nixel. I mean, they're both Nixel's free. Nixel's free so, as well. Yep. Yeah. Just just do it, yep. as they say. Just do it. Yes. What's next? What do we have next? Uh, In, income tax, amnesty, or where where do you want to go? Yeah. Yeah. We can do that. We'll do that. June first. Um, through June 30th is going to be um, Athens tax amnesty program kicks in to where people who, you know, realize, whoa, you know, I didn't know I have to pay city income tax on top of what you're paying to the state and the federal government. Um, there is an income tax here in the city of Athens. Um, recently, that city income tax has gone up with the safety services levy, which was an increase of 0 0.10. So uh, the city's income tax is 1.95%. Um, and again, um, you know, people, uh, your city income tax is not withheld um, by everybody, you know, from your taxes. Now, you know, if you work for the university, or you work for the city, you work for other, you know, entities in the city, they will do that withholding and, and file uh, that to the city. 
Um, but, you know, a lot of people are privately employed. Uh, there's, you know, others out there that don't realize that there is a city income tax. So this amnesty program is set up to where people can um, get caught up. You know, it's, it's a chance to get caught up in the income taxes and include taxes due um, on returns that have not yet been filed uh, and tax returns previously filed but not paid. You know, I, I found that I owed the city um, after we, as we were doing our tax filing, I owed the city $13. So I wrote a check for $13 there and took go. it to the tax administration. I'll tell you, that's Mr. Like, Honesty right here, there, folks. Here's your $13. Yeah. Um, and so the easiest thing to do um, is to call the city's income tax department at 592-3337. Again, that's 592-3337. Um, or you can email income tax at ci.athens.oh.us uh, or you can come down to the city building and uh, go up to the second floor and the income tax office is on the second floor of the city building at eight west washington eight east east washington, washington. thank you yeah now are these payments with or without penalty they were without penalty. Okay, that's yeah. what I wanted Thank to clarify you for bringing that up for our listeners. No penalty, no penalty whatsoever. Yes. No, and right. it, it's interesting. We did this in 2012, and in 2012, we uh, with the amnesty program. There was about you know 20 to 30 people that took advantage of the amnesty program, and it the collection of back taxes for that program almost led to $50,000 coming into yeah. the city's revenue, that's, which is general fund uh, is where that money goes. That's so significant. It is significant. 50 grand. Yeah. So good. So that's yeah. coming at us. Um, there you have it. You right know, no, no penalty, and here's your chance to catch up, Yeah. as uh, the mayor said there, too. So June 1st to June 30th? June 30th. Okay. There you yeah. have it. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, you had something there about solar energy yeah, yeah solar yeah. panels something like that well too. we looked at folks we looked at some things before the show started and uh the mayor was showing me uh some interesting information too so i thought uh that'd be great to share with our audience yeah let's let's talk about this for a okay. minute so again near the end of 2021 last year there was a city resolution that was brought forward which was basically um reducing the city of Athens's carbon footprint um, by 30% by the year 3030. And I said, well, let's, let's up that game a little bit. Let's see, you know, let's make ourselves, challenge ourselves to reduce our carbon emissions by 50% by the year 2030. You know, we're still um, designing for a 2.5 megawatt solar array, which would go down on the community center campus. And that would provide energy, well, a lot of energy, but it'll yeah. provide energy to the wastewater treatment plant. It'll provide it to the community center. It would provide it to the swimming pool during the summer months when the pool is open and the pool will be opening on Memorial Day. So that's right around the corner too. Hey, so yay, all right. the pool. And we've got lots of lifeguards this year. And <laughs> things are looking good. And, that's and new, great. Uh, director for the for the pool and the pool operations but this is this will be a significant solar array um, we um, also worked with an organization called power clean fuels ohio um, pcfo and entered into a program 
to where they uh, were helping us to identify how we're doing in the city when it comes to residential and commercial solar. And they provided a really, really fascinating report to where, you know, it's showing that this, the city of Athens ranks ninth in the state of Ohio for solar capacity when we're looking at residential and commercial solar. Wow. Um, yeah, ninth in the state wow. of Ohio. Um, of and, every city. <laughs> Pretty much of every city that yeah that they have um, identified Surveyed, you know what yeah. as to what their yeah. their solar okay. capacity okay. is, and they they graphically push put this out in terms of how much money is being saved by those that have solar either residential or commercial, and it's uh, over twenty two hundred dollars a year is what these individuals wow. are saving. Yeah, it's just it's fascinating. The other thing that we learned is that the city of Athens. Um, is um, w one of the highest uh, doing doing among the the very best of um, the what's called our, our carbon emissions per capita. You know how much carbon emission is there by our population, and the city of Athens came in at you know a carbon emission rate of about five point eight, um, and then we went back and started looking at other cities. Um, and, you know, one of the cities that's doing the best in the United States is Tacoma, Washington, that has a population of 216,000-plus people that live there. Um, San Francisco, another very large city, you know, of almost a million people uh, within San Francisco itself. And theirs is, you know, 5.7 uh, per capita. Um, we're, so we're in good company. You know, you look at the state of, the, of Ohio, its per capita is about 22.2. Um, I look at places like Aspen, Colorado, which is not doing